Welcome to Pleb Chain Radio, a live show brought to you by Plebs for Plebs, which focuses on the intersection of Nostra and Bitcoin protocols. Join QW and Avi as they run down the weekly news and developments, breaking down the current thing and the future frontier with the foundation of decentralization, the builders, thinkers, doers, and plebs. All right, we are live. Welcome, gentle plebs, to another episode of Pleb Chain Radio, our 12th. We have a great show to look forward to, super exciting show. Uh, Marseille gives us the rundown of what's about to happen in BTC Prague that's coming up in just under 10 days now. And we have a very special guest joining us, Pleb Chain and Zapathon legend, all-round nice guy, Island, will be joining us to talk all things Nostra and Bitcoin. I'm looking forward to this one, KW. Yeah, me as well. I think, uh, I mean, overall, just a, a straight up pleb chain, pleb love uh, uh, episode, I think. I think uh, there's a lot of uh, narratives that I that that I, I thought from the outside looking in, um, you know, I was in the, when you guys were all hanging out in Miami, um, you know, the FOMO was real. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. So I think it's going to be an exciting show, um, well-rounded. Um, so just just based off the normal topics, I mean, Zapathon this week, it seemed uh, good. I think I think we broke everything yesterday um, between GetAlby was having some issues. Uh, so much so that that one dev uh, today was talking about how he was out and getting drinks and uh, taking it easy on them because they, uh, they, they, he didn't want to have to go back home to fix things. Uh, then Wallace Satoshi uh, put that epic uh, epic meme up of the the, the weekly DDoS, um, which is just freaking amazing. Uh, and then Marseille was the target today. Um, Nostra Build was a target yesterday. Um, you know, because Nostra Build they they had to shut down their uh, their their videos for the remainder of the month because some sort of uh, I I don't know what the hell happened, but the, he, he's getting ran on as far as data consumption, um, and he's not make he's not sure why. So they're doing some rebuild on that. And I took a look at that. That's pretty sweet uh, uh, interface. What's going on? Um, I'm not sure technically what's what he's going to be changing, but uh, it sounds like at the beginning of June there's going to be some a fresh launch, and, and we'll be back to posting videos uh, via the clients. Um, yeah, Marseille today she was kind of a star with the. Uh, uh, we're we're trying to f- fund her uh, uh, what ticket right to get to uh, Prague? Is it also the uh, hotel? Yes, the ticket and hotel. Okay, yeah, because uh, that's uh, that's 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 a big deal, especially when you start getting closer like this. When you get that as announcements that close to it, um, and this week in general, I mean, the news was kind of uh, it was a little slow because we're, we it seemed like we have a lot of Miami hangover. Um, it looks like the, a lot of the devs and uh, I mean, really everybody uh, that was involved. Um, kind of like getting their lives back together, <laughs> uh, trickling back into uh, the Nostra realm, um, catching up on their sleep. Yeah, more and how, how about you? I mean, you you took your uh, your Miami run, um, <laughs> and like a true uh, psychopath, uh, you went to Pub Key on uh, the the evening that you flew back into New York. Correct? That's right. Uh, I I went to Pub Key expecting to continue the uh, being in Miami mode. And the first thing, I, well, I was the only one. There were crickets in the pub. It was, it, in fairness, it was a Sunday night. Um, I think it was Sunday. Yeah, it was Sunday. 
and and then I said, okay, um, and I I'd invited my brother, who's not quite a Bitcoiner yet, so I thought this would be a good opportunity to show him the power of the Lightning Network. And I said, um, you know, we can pay in Bitcoin, right? And they said, oh no, uh, our terminal is in Miami, and they haven't returned with it yet, so we we only accept cash or cards. So that was uh, that was fun. We left promptly after one drink. Ah, uh, you on. rage quit after you couldn't pay in Sats. Yeah, man. That, that's the whole point of PubKey. <laughs> well, but when you first went to PubKey, it was on the way. Uh, it was it was before you, you you flew into Miami. So that night, it was uh, wasn't it? A, it was a lightning um, tutorial night. Uh, the guys from Zeus were there, right? Or the guy? Yeah. Uh, yeah, on yeah. the way I stopped. I stopped by Popkey. Evan, I think it's Kaludis uh, from this uh, guy who runs Zeus. He was there uh, with a couple of other folks, and uh, they were just talking about all things lightning. So that was actually a really good evening. I met our friend and Nostra Report uh, uh, legend, Main Street Chungus. Uh, so he doxed himself to me. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah. I, I will say he does look like his profile pic, so I think he's already <laughs> dropped. I just think it's it's such a uh, you know you, you go there um, that night and then you go there on a Sunday night it's just like polar opposites <laughs> uh, yeah and, and it's interesting that they only have one terminal uh, that would be running on Lightning you think they might have a couple but I know they had it took them a while to get that and I think it's kind of a uh, they're they're kind of test running that for for Zeus um, I think Zeus <laughs> is the, the the POS there um, yeah. So post Miami, I mean, I talked to you during Miami. You still had one night left, I believe, um, and then you had. I mean, it was, a, it was one 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 day left, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Uh, so that was Saturday. Uh, it was. I spent, to be honest with you, Kirabi, I didn't attend too many of the talks on Saturday. I spent most of the time because I knew that was going to be my last day with the plebs there. Uh, spent most of my time just mingling. I somehow uh, didn't catch Marseille till the very end, uh, but we'll, we'll, maybe we'll ask her why when when she's up on stage. Uh, there was that presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, I actually missed that, but I heard. I mean, he said the right things. He's a politician, right? He's going to play up to the audience, you know, give them, give the audience what they want to hear. Yeah. So there was his talk. Uh, there were a couple of others. I did so. One thing we didn't talk about when I was there, and when, when we did the show on Friday, was right after the RFK speech, they had the dancing wizards and the ordinals one. <laughs> I did not watch that one. <laughs> I left promptly after the RFK speech. Yeah, uh, because I, I, I didn't. So, you know, all said and done, QW, You know, I, I do want to uh, call w one thing out. Right. I mean, when I was there, I gave. Folks like CK, David Bailey, McShane, and, and others a hard time about some of the programming choices that they made, right? It, it was and it was all at least as from my perspective constructive conversations, right? Just telling them why I disagreed with it. But all said and done, I, I do have to give kudos to them, right, and everyone else who organized that conference. It is so incredibly difficult to organize something at that scale and pull it off so flawlessly. So like big shout out to David Bailey from Becker Magazine, CK, uh, McShane, and all the, I mean, hundreds of others who were involved in in the meticulous planning that went into executing, you know, what was, what ended up being a, an epic event, some of the programming choices notwithstanding. 
Yeah, and I guess it is easy to like zoom in on certain things and get uh, you know upset over, or you know, it. it but really, when you zoom out, uh, it, it's it it. There's a lot going on there. Um, I I you know when I when I'm following Nostra and I'm following uh, you know I'm in a Telegram group with uh, 200 people that are Nostra beach party and only you know 30 of them are on the beach. Uh, you kind of follow follow along and you see this uh, kind of subgroup of. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of them. There's got to be a lot of subgroups um, uh, in at Bitcoin Miami that uh, David Bailey's got to be trying to cater to everyone, I suppose. Um, but I, I like to think the Noster um, Bitcoin Pleb Chain um, uh, group is kind of the, the number one principled maxis, but just fun-loving guys. I mean, guys and girls. When you when you look at like the karaoke night, um, you look at the the the. I mean, the the beach party wasn't even, I don't even think that was a sanctioned event. It was just kind of everyone started bringing alcohol uh, and then saying, yep. this, is, this is, I'm dropping a pin. We all meet here. Um, just the level of uh, ambiguity there. Um, and, and it just seems like the, everyone just came out really loving each other. Uh, at, you know, moving forward, I'd love to see more, you know, Noster events, uh, just smaller. We don't have to cater to everybody. You know, we don't have to be David Bailey. We can, we can find our own, uh, chunk of land and 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 everyone meet there uh, a couple times a year or something uh, i think that's kind of where we're moving with some of these mm -hmm. uh nosterville noster asian you know the unconferences um but yeah. you know it, really bitcoin park is throwing a free event where you're kind of like okay well you know we can do that uh we don't have to all we have to do is really look at airfare and uh boarding uh but yeah we'll talk more about that yeah, for sure. Uh, it's, and on the beach parties, QW, the, they were actually, there was one every single night. <laughs> it was <laughs> supposed there, there to be was, one, and then it just kept going. <laughs> it just kept going. Um, there was one Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night, uh, which is remarkable. Uh, so switching gears, QW, I wanted to call one thing out. Uh, there was an article on NBC, I believe, uh, where the tech editor Ben Goggin talked about Jack Dorsey uh, showing some RFK video. And it's a fairly uncomplimentary article, as articles about Bitcoin and, and nowadays Nostra tend to be from the mainstream media. Uh, but then he joined, I believe he it was today that he joined Nostra, and he started engaging in what seemed like constructive and good faith discussions with some plebs i you know i know i got into uh you know a thread with him just going back and forth and trying to get his perspective i have a sneaking suspicion there might be a hint of a purple pill happening with ben goggin he's the tech editor uh and he was asking about zapathon and i think he one comment uh, especially he made was uh words to the effect of i've, I've gotten so used to my not being able to monetize the things I post, zaps are a game changer for that. Or I, I, I'm not quoting him exactly, but it was yeah, to that paraphrase, part. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think he's I, I, and and we've seen this, you know, when when people come in with uh, uh, I don't know if they're just a little ignorant on, on the facts, but then they start to see kind of the light, kind of like the uh, Skola Satoshi artist, <laughs> where all of a sudden we want to reach out. We want to talk to these people. Uh, we, you know, clearly it's not, you know, they're just not seeing it the right way they're, or they're drawing the conclusion with the wrong uh, uh, facts going forward. So, um, you know, someone like that, I don't even 
know who he is, but uh, I'm glad to have him. You know, I think we can uh, we can we can push forward. Um, and 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 kudos to him for actually coming on to Noster and in uh, talking. Uh, I, I know he wanted to reach out. To, he was trying to reach out to Jack, but he was reaching out to Jack Dorsey in the wrong way. Uh, he was DMing when you're supposed to open uh, open source, open conversation with Jack. Uh, that's the easiest way. Um, so he learned that lesson, I suppose. Um, but yeah, it's good to see kind of, uh, and we'll see a lot more of this, but uh, hopefully we can um, keep expanding and, and there's going to be friction. Uh, that's great though. So, and, and he kind of apologized to Jack said, Hey, I, I wanted to <laughs> interview you before I, I wrote this piece. It's like, well, that kind of been, that probably should have been the way to do it instead of pushing it out. But maybe, uh, maybe that's, that's what he had to do. I don't know. Oh, maybe these people joining Nostra will improve their journalistic standards. More transparent, less of an agenda-driven thing. We can dream, right? We yeah. can dream that these uh, these uh, entrenched establishment and mainstream figures can somehow change and embrace our ways. But maybe they'll they'll we'll see some more honest journalism from some yeah. of these folks who join Nostra. Start, starting with Nostra Report, you know, we're, we we we're setting a, a gold standard here. Nostra Report is the gold standard in journalism, uh, journalistic integrity. Speaking of which, QW, before we actually jump into the lightning round, why don't we bring up Marseille to from the Nostra Report to talk a little bit about uh, what's happening with Prague, uh, some things around getting a press pass, uh, right, which would be a first for the Nostra Report? Yeah, yeah. Hello. Hello. Are hey, you in Marcia. your audio room right now? Are you in your audio room? Your uh, Bitcoin Park audio room, like Island? <laughs> I'm in my uh, Bitcoin landing spot in El Salvador room, which should sound cool enough. <laughs> I love the fact that we can talk to you and you're in El Salvador and you sound just. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, you sound great. What? So, someone break something? Not that was me. That was me. <laughs> All good. Hey, so Doc is supposed to be here with me, but I don't see him. Well, we're going to bring him up, but we wanted to talk to you kind of uh, because, uh, you know, the news came that you uh, got a press pass uh, for Prague. So now we're trying to get you uh, kind of fundraise for you to get there. Um, you're also the on the on the beat uh, reporter in Miami. Um, just 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 what did you learn there in regards to I mean, it was your first time uh, kind of interviewing, right? Was it was it kind of the first event where you're like, all right, I, I have a press pass. I'm interviewing. I'm doing things, uh, uh, you know, I didn't have a press pass. I just decided to start interviewing. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> OK, well, good. I mean, you were trying out for Prague. Yeah, exactly. I honestly did not know I could do it. Um, so Nasser has been the place where I discovered different talents that I did not know I had. So I really think that I should thank everyone who gave me the time, including Avi, who gave me his time to do the interviews. It was all very like um, out of the blue. I was just like, hey, you want to give me an interview? And people said yes. I was surprised that people said yes. No one looked at me like, are you kidding me? Who are you and why? So I want to thank everyone. I think that like what I learned the most is that it's so easy to purple pill people because when we're all together, we give them the energy that Noster has. 
Um, and I think that made it easy for me to be able to to just interview others. Um, all the people that I interview were Noster users. Users this time. My goal is to interview people that have no idea what Noster is and try to like purple pill them on the go. Um, so, or that know about Noster but are not really interested, think it's too complicated. So that's my plan. Wish me luck, guys, because um, I've been practicing and it's it's kind of complicated to like get people that you that like think this it's too hard or I don't want another social media or I have app fatigue so just to let them know that we have such a good vibe that it won't be it, it won't give you app fatigue to join Noster so that's my goal now well and this time I'll say in Prague you're going to have a press pass right yes that will be the first press pack press Jesus that will be the first press pass for the Noster report which is super cool um I don't think Doc imagined that we would be here in such a short time. Uh, but now we're getting a press pass, and that's crazy. We are very much an official media outlet now. Yeah, that is great. I'm certainly looking forward to that. Um, I say uh, that it's a press pass will certainly get you a lot of access in Prague. And a lot of people are going to say, Who are you? Who are you? And you're going to tell them I'm, I'm Nostra Report. I'm Nostra Report. And they're going to say, what? What the hell's Nostra Report? And there you go. I mean, they, you got, you're going to have people coming to you for that, you know? I am going to try and see if I can get some T-shirts made so I can go and be identified. So I'm working on that and get some shirts uh, for me for people to see, like, huge in big letters. This is Nostra Report. And if you see me, come to me and talk to me so people know that I'm not just some crazy girl that showed up <laughs> that's great um so uh, as far as uh, did you want to talk about anything Prague, avi uh, i know i know there's a nostra event there yeah there is uh there is a bohemian nostrich meetup on wednesday june 7th uh which i'm organizing and marcel i think you've got tickets for it if you haven't that's fine we'll get you in uh, the the interesting thing, and I'm getting a little worried about this QW, is the, the venue's capacity is exactly 150, and we are about two tickets away from selling out. Uh, so I'm sweating it just a little bit. The other thing I'm sweating on, a little less at this point, is uh, I my U.S. passport was up for renewal about eight or something like eight weeks ago, and I sent it in around that time, early April. And up until maybe two days ago, it was still pending. And then I posted about it on Noster, and uh, there was a someone replied to me saying, "Hey, write to your congressman or congressperson, and they can escalate it for you." I, and I did that, and uh, it's been approved. It's in the mail, apparently. So I will, I think, make it to Prague and be able to host that uh, Nostrich event. So looking forward to that. There will be uh, so. First of all, thank you, Noster, again, for helping out with, uh, with telling me something that I didn't know, that uh, my local congressman could actually do that for me. Uh, the, there are a couple of Noster items on the agenda. Uh, on the hack day, which is a more, on Wednesday, which is a more technical event, I think Will's going to be there, um, the, Will, the creator of Dharmas, uh, doing something there. They are about to announce um, another talk or keynote about CivKit that's going to happen on the main stage 
so that's going to be fun and then there's going to be a lot of satellite things happening rock stars also uh for those of you who were on the beach party channel for miami rock stars created a separate one now for prague and he's organizing some nostra meetups of his own so lots of good stuff to look forward to well qw i think it's time to bring on doc for the lightning round yes Hi, Doc. Still trying to figure out how to unmute there. <laughs> Here we go. It must be a Safari user. <laughs> That's right. You know, when you're talking about the, uh, uh, when, when you asked Noster and they, they, they helped you with the passport idea, can you imagine uh, posting on Twitter and asking for help? I just don't see it <laughs> happening. No, absolutely not. I mean, I'd have 12 impressions on my tweet and maybe one reply with someone dunking on it about, well, <laughs> serves you right for, for wanting a U.S. passport or something like that. Yeah, yeah, some, 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 exactly. <laughs> Doc, so, you still with us? Marseille, do you want to start with the NASTA report at all? You got anything? Yeah, uh, let's get started. I have a little <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, ah, there he goes. <laughs> well, you guys Sorry can harmonize it if you want. No, I went into the matrix for a minute there at a re re reboot nests. But uh, <clears throat> I just want I want to thank everyone, um, you know, especially you guys for uh, targeting Marseille for uh, for the Zapathon because that was awesome. That definitely got us, um, you know, closer to our goal of, of uh, covering her her flight um and uh hotel to to go over there and uh and report for us from behind the scenes and then you know the press pass was huge today and avi like thank you for reaching out to matthias uh to help uh get that going and then we kind of blitzed blitzed him on um nasser this morning and uh got everyone to to try to to try to get his attention to um to get us that press pass so that was huge i think it'll be uh i think it'll be really awesome for marseille to get that uh get that access uh at prague so we're excited um all right so lightning round we uh ended off last friday i think you guys did uh a plug chain radio on the uh on the ground in miami um after that some really interesting news came out uh one of the pieces of the news I can't was the ledger, uh, the ledger recover um, seed freeze service, which uh, caused a lot of uh, angst among uh, among Bitcoiners, and uh, and was in the news for the for the entire beginning of the week. Lots of podcasts about it. I, I heard a good one by NDK from Cold Card um, discussing it. Um, so yeah, I mean, Avi and QW, what do you, I just want to see what you guys thought about, uh, that this ledger recover. I, I thought it was funny that all the other wallets were offering discounts, uh, at that, <laughs> right when that, that was their immediate and, uh, ledger, I, I mean, if, shouldn't they be doing like a deeper discount, you know, shouldn't they be the ones like maybe 50% off at this time? Yeah. So I, I think, I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, that kind of just shows you, I, I think we all kind of feel the same way about Ledger, but uh, it was just, it was just hilarious how, how everyone reacted to it. 
Yeah, I want to thank Ledger for that, uh, Doc, because I had a few sats on a Ledger, just which I had been too lazy to move. And this was the kick up the backside I needed to finally move it to a more secure Bitcoin-only hardware device. That said, I don't have any sats. I, I just remembered. I, uh, you know, QW knows I, I keep losing them. So yeah, in, my... in, in maritime misadventures. So uh, there's that. Derek's on a boat this weekend, and I, I loaned him my ledger uh, jewelry, my necklace. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't lose that, uh, you know, uh, uh, skein or something. <laughs> yeah, from so from listening to a bunch of like the the devs and stuff talk about this, it seems like they uh, it wasn't a malicious thing, but essentially they created a service where uh, you can back up your seed phrase uh, and do a Shamir secret. So it basically breaks it up into three um, encrypted pieces. And then they would take each one of those pieces of your seed phrase, the encrypted pieces, and give it to a different KYC service. And then essentially you needed two of the three to to uh, unencrypt, I guess, your, your seed. So there was a potential for collusion, I guess, between these different services. But uh, from from what I was hearing from all the devs, this was not necessarily a malicious thing, but it was just a, um, a cacophony of events that led to, you know, just poor marketing where they released, you know, a year ago, they said, Ledger, your seed is safe on Ledger. It's never coming off. And then, you know, they released this product where uh, your seed can go off. And then also the fact that Ledger is a closed source. So no one really knows what's going on behind the scenes. Right, but cold card got a huge bump in their uh, in their sales this week for sure. Yeah, and and Jade then block uh, block stream today uh, with the uh, with the random zapping the zappertizing, you know that that's great to see. Yeah. Um. All right. It was pizza day on Monday. Did you guys all get pizza? Yes, sir. Extra pineapple. Ooh. I was waiting for that. You lie. No. <laughs> I, I did, but I posted it, so you, you saw it. If you, if, if, yeah. Actually, real quick on that, Doc, I, I see Daniel in the audience. I th oh, he, I did see him. Oh, yeah, I still see him. They did Harlem Bitcoin did um, a Bitcoin Pizza Day. Someone zapped them for their. I I, I don't know how much, but some. I think it was an anonymous zapper who zapped them for for to cover considerable cost. So they were out um so daniel and i think it's dr orange bill I, I know his irl name but i think his nostal name is dr orange bill uh, they were handing out free pizza thanks to that anonymous zapper so shout out to the harlem bitcoin guys for for what they do that's incredible yeah and daniel posted a uh an awesome picture of him back in i think 2015 when bitcoin was at i don't know what it was 300 bucks or something for bitcoin with uh he had 10 pizzas back then holding them that he that he bought with bitcoin which is uh which is awesome it's just crazy to see that stuff i also want to say that um to, uh, this week joe um, nakamoto and paco went to cuba they hosted their first bitcoin meetup ever it was a bitcoin pizza day meetup and i think that's just beautiful um the community in cuba is really growing they got a a, a grant 
well, they, they won SATs from Bitrefill to be able to host the meetup. And it's just beautiful to see that they're getting this option, learning about Bitcoin. It's something that it's very much needed in Cuba. So it's it's beautiful to see. And hopefully uh, we can eventually all make it there to help Cubans uh, move their economy with Bitcoin. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right. So later on in the week, um, I think one of the things I'm most excited about is some of the tech we saw this week. So <clears throat> we saw um, a proof of concept from Marx, uh, which was essentially a Noster based uh, 2.0 platform um, called uh, a podcasting platform called Podster. Um, and if you haven't seen that, you should check it out. It's podstrpodster.org. Um, and it's right now a proof of concept, but it seems like he's generating a ton of interest with it. It was a really well laid out um, design. And uh, he's getting uh, lots of, lots of uh, support in the form of Zaps um, to hopefully build this thing. Um, it looks great. Yeah, it, that was uh, he. He's out of Austin, I believe, and he was looking for some crowdfunding. Um, it's something that I think we've all been. I mean, especially us uh, as we build these shows. But we we'd much rather pay, uh, you know, uh, other plebs in a circular economy than uh, SoundCloud or RSS uh, money. Um, I mean, ideally, we just we all just keep buying from each other, and uh, and it's just more money within the community. So I, I'd love to see that. And I, you know, I, I'm sure we would be uh, one of the first to, to jump in too. Yeah. And then being master based, you know, it's portable between lots of different clients. So you can create different kinds for, you know, little snippets or parts of a transcript, post them, zap them, et cetera. So I think that would be huge if uh, that stuff was brought onto Noster. Yep. Yep. I'm with you. Um, all right, let's see. We, um, you guys kind of mentioned Nasser.build, but uh, they were having some issues. I, I like to think it's because of Marseille's, all Marseille's uh, videos that she posted from Bitcoin Miami last weekend. But right after that, he was, he was saying that he was, uh, I think he was saying it was $100 a day for his um, server costs or something like that. So we had to immediately stop video uploads and, and downloads to the service um but uh hopefully we get that sorted out he got had the zapathon yesterday we'll uh i'll be supporting uh that nostra native service um and then uh yesterday big news of the day was jack tweeting about uh simplex which uh i kind of knew about a few i think it was a few weeks ago a few months ago was uh, Sir Sleepy invited me to his Simplex, and I was like, "What the hell is this? This is a weird looking site, weird looking uh, app." But um, it's apparently a really secure uh, communication platform that you don't need any sort of KYC, no email, no phone number. <clears throat> and um, Jack had mentioned it yesterday, and it kind of blew up. Um, and I think one of the cool things that come of it was people, some of the devs started talking about utilizing uh, that protocol as the basis for Noster DMs, which we all know, uh, especially Sir Sleepy, they, uh, there are some problems with them. 
I would love to see. I mean, we, we the the Noster DM is definitely the ele- elephant in the room. Uh, it, it needs to be addressed sooner than later. Uh, but I, I'd love to see it. You know, maybe this weight uh, that we've all been enduring uh, w- is is for a reason. And maybe we do we do get some sort of a simplex type uh, integration. That that would be freaking awesome. Um, what yeah. do you think, Avi? Yeah, I, I think so as well. I, look, it's uh, we do have a bit of a bandwagon uh, effect going on in Nostra. It's like whatever Jack says, everyone jumps on that bandwagon. So I, I, I want to wait and see a little bit. I found the the Simplex UX a bit clunky, if I have to be honest with you. Uh, but if, if it is truly uh, private and better than Signal, and then we can integrate that into Nostra to improve uh the privacy around dms then yeah look it's i'm all for that yeah i think it takes a lot of data um not that we're not used to that in Noster, but uh i, I saw something that uh corn posted uh from the from the details that it's really made for small chats not big chat rooms mm-hmm. uh so it's really just made for more peer-to-peer uh, uh, otherwise if you have 100 people in a room you're, you're doing like a 1.3 megabytes uh a message or something like that uh yeah. with, with sending it out to all yeah. these people uh so it's uh it, the way it's constructed it's not made for uh groups well i'd also love to understand their business model because it seems free which worries me a little bit are they doing it out of the goodness of their heart or is there something else going on well the cia so, always does things out of the goodness of their heart you know that well that's true <laughs> <laughs> yeah but eventually it could turn into things like bitcoin yeah, it could. <laughs> um, that was, it, you know, it was kind of a slowish week. I think people were recovering from Miami. Those were the huge, you know, breaking news items of the week. Blockstream was ran some kind of crazy little uh, advertising campaign uh, this morning, which no one, uh, no one knew about, and um, they. Uh, there was questions whether they were the real block stream, whether they were zapping people, you know, 10,000 sats or posting on a thread. Um, and it just kind of blew up from there. You know, is it the real block stream? And then they would zap that person like 10,000 sats. So um, that was an interesting little way to, to blow up their, um, their product. And it worked because I know between, uh, between our little group, you know, myself, QW, Avi, Corn, Marseille, we were all chatting about um liquid and where it stands uh as far in your stack like you have deep cold storage that's going to be on on chain but you know when you want to <clears throat> be able to you to hold a little bit of bitcoin that you can easily mobilize without making an on-chain payment like where does that live should that live in lightning channels uh or does liquid hold a place and i think we all got pretty interested reading more about it that you know there is potential for liquid to um to have a place uh yeah in in our holdings yeah i think it's, it is an interesting case study in in the uh, maybe the first successful zapatizing campaign right i think it did work because i was yeah i obviously knew about liquid just you know being around uh people who talked about it but i'd never really played around with it but until blockstream started this campaign, um, I, you know, I, I'd been, you know, kept my distance, and now I actually started started trying. I almost felt obliged 
after receiving all those zaps from Blockstream. By the way, which it is the real Blockstream account, right? They posted their NPUB on Twitter. Um, so as far as meeting the bar for verifiability, right? That's it's that's good enough from my perspective. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's a zapatizing campaign that's worked. I, I don't care who it is. If they're just sending me sats, whatever, you know, <laughs> it's the other way around. I start worrying about the in-pub being verified, you know, yeah, that's just my thoughts. Yeah. And Avi, just be careful what you say. We're on Nest right now. You don't want uh semi-soul hearing that you said it was the first successful Zappertizing uh, campaign. <laughs> that's right. All right, Doc, you got anything else or can, uh, uh, should we pull up our guests? No, bring Island up. I want to thank him so much. He's one of our uh, he's one of our Patreons, essentially zapping our NOS report almost every night. So, got to thank him. And uh, all right, person. so Island, you're on. Thank you. We have a queue of people who want to thank you for being an amazing human being, uh, for for being a kind and gentle soul, and and the beating heart of the Nostra family. So. Doc, do you want to start? Yeah, Island, you've been one of our biggest supporters uh, in NOS Report from the beginning. And uh, from the entire NOS Report family, we're all super grateful. Um, and you definitely, you know, are an example of what a really just good citizen on Noster is. Uh, and, you know, we all, I think, look up to look up to you for that. So thank you. Man, appreciate it. Can I go next? <laughs> go ahead. Go for it. Ilan, I like just have deep love for you. You've been amazing from the first moment I met you. I swear, like, how can you be such a kind human being? And the fact that we get so lucky to meet each other and just appreciate everything you do from taking care of the gate at Nostra Camp, protecting us from CCP. And then just always being so sweet and kind to everyone around you. Um, yeah, sometimes I feel like humanity doesn't deserve people like that. You are just amazing. So thank you. Uh, thank you, Marseille. I appreciate it. Am I supposed to thank him? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> Wow, man, I, I appreciate you. you. You're the embodiment of uh, pleb chain. Uh, you've, I mean, you you, you rock that uh, pleb, Noster pleb chain uh, dog tag like no one else. Um, I appreciate you. I, I'm happy you got the uh, the mug, the uh, the uh, Pablo mug. I'm happy the first thing was drank out of it was bourbon. That's amazing. Uh, hopefully you're drinking out of it right now. Uh, yeah. And I'm super stoked to see you in real life. Uh, never met you, and I, I that goes for everyone. Uh, on Noster and in the pub chain and in general, just, just, uh, cannot wait to meet everyone in real life. Uh, yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. For, the mug was awesome. And yeah, I'm using it to this day uh, as we speak. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I've got, um, my first meeting with Island story, uh, for folks I was, so when I was in Miami, it was Mads who told me that Island's around. And I said, well, I'd, I'd love to meet him. I mean, Alan's been zapping me fives in, in different, <laughs> fives of different sizes. And we've been having a great time on Pleb Chain. Um, but I've never met him. So we're on well, the rooftop at um, 
at Rockstar's hotel. I think it was on the Wednesday of last week. And we, I'm, I'm sitting and chatting with a few. I think Marseille, you were, you were there as well, right? You, Mads, and a few others. We're chatting, and then some, some dude comes up and taps me on the shoulder and says, "Can I get all of you drinks?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah." And I told him what I was drinking, and uh, I noticed that there was a Nostradoc tag hanging off his, uh, <laughs> hanging off him, and he left. And then I turned to Marseille, or, or maybe it was Mads, and I said, "Why is the waiter, why does the waiter have a Nostradoc tag?" <laughs> <laughs> And they said that's island. So then the next thing I did, I immediately ran up to him uh, and and introduced myself. And I think we had a warm hug. And that was my that was my first meeting island uh, uh, experience. And I, look, I've I've got to say he the, he is he, he is such a warm soul. He is such a genuinely positive and gentle human being. I, it is a privilege to meet someone like that. I appreciate it, Avi, dude. It was it was a fun time that that rooftop for sure. And if you ever need a second job, uh, wait waitering that that might be it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, buying drinks. <laughs> you pulled it off. <laughs> I feel like I was there, but I can't recall this happening. And I feel like eighty percent of the nights in Miami go like that for me. <laughs> so thank you. It's it's all about getting up in the morning uh, and getting back on the getting on the beat, you know, get, get those uh, chase those stories. So, uh, Island, um, how did you get into Bitcoin? I mean, what, what's your story? Because we always uh, like to ask anybody that uh, that comes on, we just kind of we kind of want to understand your journey. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be transparent. I gave QW uh, just like highlights of like what he could ask me. Uh, I wrote down a lot of notes over the past week, including with all the dudes that were in the Airbnb, uh, Sleepy, Sai, Tico, Paco. Um, we kind of like got together, brainstormed, try to remember what happened between all the drinking. And um, so, yeah, I have everything written down. Feel free to jump in and kind of push me along because uh, I can sit here and chat all day about everything. But um, yeah, no, um, getting into Bitcoin. Uh, so, yeah uh 2007 2008 financial crisis crisis you know like everybody knows what happened with that bullshit um economy started going to hell um i i at that time i became a huge gold and silver bug you know stocking up food water guns ammo you know just kind of like went overboard i was like wow this is some crazy shit happening and um Basically, what happened was uh, I found out about Bitcoin around the same time. Um, it was on Hacker News. I saw somebody post about it. It was like 2010. Um, and I checked the forums. Uh, there was a white paper. Didn't even bother reading it. Pure hubris. Um, I, what I thought just by briefly browsing about it was that it was going to be a huge target for hackers. And I ignored it. And even around this time, like uh, Gavin and Dreesen had the, the faucet with five free Bitcoin every day. And um, I looked it up today just to see like how it ended. And he gave away 19,700 Bitcoin. And wow. I, kinda, I, I just look back and I shake my head. And, you know, it was one of those things where I was like, oh, yeah, gold's the future, you know, this and that. And I didn't do research. I was young and dumb. Um, and by the way, I just want to shout out 
uh, Gooby on uh, Noster because I saw a post today which really fits with this, right? It said, the highest form of ignorance is when you reject something you don't know anything about. And that was exactly what I did. Um, and I just kind of just shrugged my shoulders at it and just moved on. And this is coming from someone that's been in tech for 20 years. And it's just like blew my mind like that I just didn't even give it a shot. I didn't even try the faucet where I didn't even have to spend a dime. Um, I just kind of just blew it off. And um, so I, you know, I did good with gold, you know, it did go up and I made my money. And then I, I was watching the Kaiser report on RT back in 2012. And Max was like, you know, beating his chest about Bitcoin. And then I, I gave it a second look. Um, I read the white paper and then I realized how stupid I was. Um, and in the end, like what happened was I was like, okay, I need to tr transition from precious metals into math. And it was a pretty surreal moment. Um, it just kind of blew my mind. Uh, but obviously, like you have all these gold coins, like how do you exchange them to Bitcoin? So that's the next part of the story. I don't know if you wanted to jump in or ask any questions. Well, I just think it's interesting, the timing of 2008, 2000, 2007, 2008, because that's kind of when uh, a lot of... Uh, a lot of us were, were getting uh, uh, gold pilled on from like uh, uh, Ron Paul and his campaign and the, the uh, Ron Paul Revolution campaign, uh, where everyone was kind of learning what sound money was. Uh, it was very interesting in that environment to have college kids that were learning about sound money, and and that was the uh, the push in the pol political spectrum. Uh, he was an outsider. I mean, he was saying all the right things, but the big takeaway was. Um, you know, we the, in the uh, audit the Fed, um, fix the money, all that. Uh, so it kind of set the stage for a lot of us uh, in the in the past what fifteen years now. No, I totally agree, Ron Paul. I looked up to a lot, but I realized when I paid attention to politics that it was never going to happen, and the Fed and all that, like they would have never yeah. let him, you know, get true. A of course, yeah. And uh, that was a big reason, you know, behind a lot of what I did. Um, but yeah, anyway, so got I had I had all this gold um, bullion, you know, American Eagles and uh, Krugerrands, and I'm sitting there like, okay, what do I do? So I found this guy in Koreatown, and I'm living in Connecticut at the time, so like I had to take a train and a subway to meet him. And obviously, you know, the first time you meet anybody, you just one or two coins, you know, feel them out, get the vibe, and. <laughs> Over the course of like a few months, I've made at weekly trips to New York to sell my gold coins to this dude. Every time he had to check them, he had the toolkit, make sure it's legit. Um, you know, even though we had some trust, it was just kind of like you need to verify. But it was a big chore. And during this time, I'm like, damn, like if I ever had to leave my apartment, like what am I just going to carry around gold and silver in a backpack like Santa Claus? So, you know, I'm sitting there every week, nervous as shit on the, on, on the subway, like worrying I'm going to get robbed, you know, trying to be inconspicuous and then going back home with like envelope full of cash. So that was my like first few months uh, trying to get out of gold and um, my silver I ended up keeping. I just got like a little bit of silver. But um, and once I finished selling all of my bullion, I ended up telling the guy about Bitcoin. I didn't want to tell him ahead of time, 
like why I was selling all this gold. I'm sure he was curious, like, what, what, do you, what is this dude doing? Um, and then in the end, my last meeting with him, I was like, oh, by the way, Bitcoin's the future. You know, that's why I got rid of all this gold. And um, that was the last time we ever spoke. Uh, so you, you pumped your bags before you uh, you'd mentioned to him. You know, yeah, I just so he was pump, you're pumping your own bags uh, after the after you front run them. <laughs> exactly. I didn't want to. I didn't want to put him in a position where he was like, "Well, maybe I should look into this," and I'm not going to buy gold anymore. So, you know. Uh, well, he was dumping his shitcoin on him, KW. That's yeah, what was exactly. He, he he wasn't quite done rugging. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, other than that, um, now I had so, uh, now I had. I went, how did you how did you even buy Bitcoin back then? Was it Mount Cox? Well, so that's the next thing, right? Um, so now I had cash, right? And I'm like, okay, how do I get Bitcoin, right? So my options at the time from what I saw was Mount Gox, Silk Road, or local Bitcoins, which just started. And um, I ended up meeting this guy that was a professional poker player. And he was a guy that was buying and selling Bitcoin. And he happened to be not too far from where I was. So... Um, we met up and obviously the first transaction was like a couple hundred bucks. It was just, you know, very low key <laughs> sitting at a bar with laptops using Electrum wallet. And, um, we, you know, we made a relationship and, you know, over the years, it was just like, you know, I was buying Bitcoin from him and eventually down the line, I ended up selling some Bitcoin to him. I'll get into that later, but, um, and then eventually mycelium came out. Uh, I had a separate phone for for Bitcoin because obviously you could plug in when the Trezor came out, you were able to plug in the Trezor to the Android device. So like that was my uh, going out and moving around with Bitcoin with a with a hardware wallet. But yeah, at first it was just straight Electrum. Um, and that was it. Like that was a it was it took like maybe a year um, to, to kind of like settle in. I was timing the markets back then. Um, I wasn't really like full send, but I just kind of wanted to get into Bitcoin and that was the easiest way. So I could tell you, um, I'm lucky I'd never gotten rugged from an exchange cause I'd never trusted anybody to begin with. So it, it just kind of worked out. Doc, did you have something? I saw your hand go up for a second. No, no. I got to talk to Derek. These the Nest uh, UI. I always meant mean to hit the the emoticons, and I hit the the hand raise. <laughs> I, I have that same problem. Uh, yeah, so, but and, oh, and that's, that's I don't crazy. even press mute anymore either. I got to mute on my mic. Uh, that thing just it it, it it gets me in trouble. Yeah, man, that's that's crazy. Uh, you you went from uh, a dude selling you selling gold uh, for cash in uh, New York. <laughs> And then, and then going to uh, a professional poker player to uh, start buying Bitcoin. I mean, that's well, quite the, I, that's a movie. I, I will. I, I do have a question though, Island. As someone who lived in New York for over twenty years, why Koreatown and not the Diamond District on in just ten blocks north? It was just some guy. I I did. I'm like I said. I'm very paranoid. So I did a lot of research, and I found this guy that happens to buy and sell coins and i looked him up i just checked everything about him i checked every person that mentioned him um this was back when like dig and reddit were around so like i just kind of like 
got a feel for him. We talked on the phone a few times and then I kind of settled in, like I said, small transactions at first. And then eventually we started doing larger transactions and, uh, yeah, no, he was legit and I didn't want to go to multiple places. He didn't charge me a huge fee. It was very minimal. Um, so it, it worked out, you know, it was just like convenience. And then you moved to Nashville from Connecticut. That must've been a big change. How did that happen? <laughs> well, that, that, that was way after. Um, so like after I got all my Bitcoin, right. Uh, played around with the dark market for a while. We're not going to go into that. Um, that was like a three year event. Um, I had a, it sounds like this is recorded as well. Island. Yeah. So I, I yeah. That's yeah. Nice. That's why I'm not going into it. <laughs> um, so yeah, then, uh, I, I had a computer shop at the time and I ended up closing it because people started moving over to like iPhones, iPads, Android tablets, and it became a screen repair business. So I kind of closed up shop and, um, this was like closer uh, to 2016, 2017. Um, that's when the whole Gavin Andreessen, you know, met up with uh, Craig Wright and tried to verify that that was Satoshi. And it was a whole bunch of hoopla and I knew it was bullshit. But then right after that, the block wars happened and I kind of just hodled. Um, I got out of Bitcoin in terms of like paying attention to it. And I was just like, let's just see where this goes. So I wasn't one of those guys that had ended up selling their Bitcoin cash or BSV and all this other shit coins. I just kind of just disappeared and stopped paying attention. And um, at that point, I uh, I rented a, an office uh, specifically just to trade uh, stocks, options, casino coins. Um, luckily, I started off with Bitcoin. So like I understood where the value was. But it was just kind of like I just figured, you know what, if I'm not doing computer stuff, let me just do something else. And um, I kind of I kind of screwed myself in that situation because during 2018 and 2019, it was a bear market and I wasn't making a ton of money trading. I was making, you know, I barely uh, stayed afloat. Like I didn't lose too much. I didn't make too much. I just kind of survived. And what I did was I ended up meeting the guy that was a poker player and selling some Bitcoins to pay bills, which kind of screwed me. And if, I, if that didn't happen, uh, I'd be on a yacht with Sailor right now. So uh, I look back at that and I'm like, damn, you know, like that was a big screw up. You could have owned an island, man. What were you thinking? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, what is your, um, I guess, uh, to the extent you're willing to share out and what is your professional background where you are you a technologist are you a computer scientist a trader yeah so i could tell you um back in uh around 2000 i started a computer business just like uh home small office um just doing everything networking data recovery and then eventually what happened was i ended up opening a retail computer shop and I kind of did that for a living for almost 20 years. Um, and I had, you know, like an actual storefront in my hometown. Um, and that's that was my life. It was just computers. And then eventually turned into like the screen repair business, which I kind of got sick of and I closed up shop. But um, yeah, I've been in computers forever. I learned from when I was like maybe 10 to 12 years old. Um, my first computer was an Apple IIe. 
um, you know, playing Prince of Persia, Load Runner. Um, I, when I watched War Games, epic movie, and he's doing this war dialing, I was like, oh my God, this is what I want to do. And uh, I ended up getting like a, a Tandy in 94, uh, Windows 3.1, uh, you know, Minesweeper. I had a Sound Blaster sound card. Uh, it was an Intel 386 SX, you know, with the Intel inside sticker, two megs of RAM, 2400 baud modem. And um, they even had a turbo button on these computers where you could push a button and it makes it a little quicker. And a little was, overdrive. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was, it was nuts. And um, this is back when like Wolfenstein 3D, Doom, Mist, Sam and Max, uh, Seventh Guest. I don't know if you guys remember any of these. You, you're right, going to make I, me cry. You're going to make me cry. about uh, three quarters of those. <laughs> dude, it, it was amazing. Uh, yeah, and then it went to the modems, right? Like US Robotics. Like I got the 14.4 kilobit modem and I'm like, oh, this is insanely fast. And, uh, you know, moved her way up to 56K. Um, you know, back in that day, it was like RS-232 serial ports, right? Like that was the way. And you had to reboot your computer to get it to, to realize what you had plugged in. It wasn't USB. Like you, had, you plug in a mouse, you reboot your computer. Like it was nuts. And, you know, this is late 90s, man. And um, it just blew my mind, like, how much things have changed. And by the way, here's a funny geek moment for you guys. I was one of those dudes that was at mi at midnight at CompUSA at the release of Windows 95, right? <laughs> yeah. So I've been around for a bit. Um, I don't know. I, I don't want to stretch it too long. I... I think where uh, my real tech geek got in was uh, AOL days. I don't know if you guys had experience. Yeah, that was that yep. was my that was my exposure. Um, and it, then it, it, the original we're on the Warcraft, same age. Warcraft and uh, Starcraft. Those were my that was my jam. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think as War as hacking group and all that other crap. <laughs> We're all around the same age, Island. So you're you're uh, preaching to the choir here. It's the pleb chain, man. <laughs> it is the pleb chain. Teenagers in the late nineties. That was the way. Yeah. So I mean, I got my I start. Feel, I feel oh, left out right, right now. What was that more? Say I missed. I'm sorry. I feel completely left out right now. I was not a teenager in the nineties, but I was I was here in the nineties. If that makes anyone feel better. <laughs> No, yeah, no, you didn't miss much, but uh, it was the Wild West. Um, the wares rooms, the hacker rooms. Um, there was this account on AOL called Toss Advisor that would hunt us down. Uh, the best way to explain it would be like Agent Smith in the Matrix, where they could just pop up anytime and, you know, destroy you. And um, there was tools like AOL and Credit Wizard where we'd be able to spin up new AOL accounts for 30 days because yeah. they didn't actually check the credit cards. So we use this generator. It's based on the loan al algorithm. Um, it's just a, basically like a checksum for, for credit cards. So you were able to just like use some bullshit information, make a new account and, you know, continue on your day. But um, I think where I kind of broke out on AOL was uh, getting around the secure ID. So like a lot of you I know are familiar with two-factor. Um, 2FA, you get the six-digit code every 60 seconds. That was around back then. 
And all of the AOL high-end employees had that. And Cy can Cy in the audience, I see the hugs. Um, he was part of the crew. And um, what I did was I created this site that looked like the AOL staff page. And they would try to log in with their username and password. And they would have to put in their six-digit PIN. And as soon as they did that, I'd get an ICQ message with the six-digit PIN so that I would have access to their staff account. So um, that was like one of the first things I've ever done that was a little bit funny. And um, that basically allowed you access to pull up anybody's info on AOL, their full information, everything. Um, I think the last thing I did on AOL was uh, I found this cool exploit on their signup page where I was able to take any screen name and reset the password and, and take it over. And um, I ran out of ideas. Like I told a few friends about this and I ran out of ideas on like what names to take. And the last name I got was any because I could take any name. So as of today, right now, proof of work, you can email any at AOL.com and I will get that email. Like I still have that account. That was my last one. And by the way, this can't happen on Noster, you know, cryptography for the win. <laughs> that's that, that's a great uh, story, Alan. But let's fast forward along the timeline a little bit here. And uh, when did Nashville happen? What what prompted the move from Connecticut to Nashville? Yeah. So um, I moved to Nashville after my grandmother passed. Um, she had brain cancer. It was quick, so it wasn't painful. But um, I was basically staying around because of her in Connecticut and. As soon as she passed, uh, you know, my uncle, and my mom wanted to take the house over and I was it was like a duplex. I lived in an apartment and I was like, all right, I'm out. Like I was just sticking around for her. And um, a buddy of mine that moved to College Grove in Nashville or in uh, Tennessee, I should say, um, he was a Wall Street big money guy. And he gave me a 30 minute presentation on why Nashville is the place to live. And it was basically between Nashville and Florida. Uh, you know, no income tax, federal, um, you know, just basic stuff. Like it just makes sense. You know, it's, it's, it's a good area where you could travel all over the world from. Um, so he, he had this whole spiel. I ended up moving here, took a couple months to find a place. Cause that, that was at the peak of the housing market where everything was nuts. Wood was expensive houses, land. So, um, I ended up finding a place near, uh, um, near Nashville. It's called Bell Mead. And I signed a two-year lease for a rental just so I can kind of get the feel of the land. And um, it was July 1st of last year. And I stayed here for about seven months working out of my home office. And I'm like, I don't know anybody. I left my hometown where my son won a national championship in baseball for. I knew the entire town. I knew all the cops. I knew all the firefighters. I had a computer shop. Everyone knew me. And then I just kind of like left that behind. And I knew nobody when I came to Nashville. I knew nobody. So seven months in, I'm like crawling up a wall. I'm like, I don't play softball anymore. I don't know anybody. Let me look up Bitcoin stuff again, just for the heck of it. See what's going on. And um, I Googled some something. I forgot what it was or maybe on Reddit. And I found the orange pill app. And, you know, some people were hating on it because it was like a dating thing at first. 
um, and they didn't have an option to turn off that part. And so I was like, okay, let me just sign up and take a look. And um, I got on there. I talked to Mateo, the owner. He messaged me right away, like thanking me for using it. And I started scrolling around, just checking out what's going on in the area in Nashville. And some random guy, I think his name is like the Semitic or semantic, whatever it is. I, I still haven't talked to him to this day, by the way. He had Bitcoin Park in his profile. So I Googled it and I'm like, all right, let's see what this is. Maybe there's some plebs drinking beer at the beach or at the, or at the uh, baseball field or something. And I saw a meetup.com thing for it and I signed up and I went to, it was a free and open source event in February. And it was my first time, you know, meeting a Bitcoiner besides the guy that I bought it from the poker guy. So I'm like, okay, this is going to be a little intimidating, but I'm not a social guy. Let's see what happens. So I showed up and there's two buildings, two floors each. And there's like hundreds of people here. And I'm just like, my mouth dropped. I'm just like, what, what is this? Like 15 minutes from my place. I just happened to move here. And I didn't even know what to do at the time. Like I just walked around like just all, like it was just like, didn't make sense. Like what, how does a, you know, like a Bitcoin meetup have this? And um, I sat through the whole event. I didn't talk to really many people. Um, I had a coffee. And then at the end of the event, I went up to one of the hosts that was like closing it out. And I talked to him for 10 minutes. I thought it was Rod, one of the co-founders, because he was one of the event um, promoters on, on the Meetup app. And I went up to him and I talked to him for 10 minutes. Turns out it wasn't Rod. It was Rockstar. And I talked to him and I'm like, thanks, Rod. And he goes, oh, no, no, I'm not Rod. Rod's the handsome one. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> and... Um, I, he pointed me in the direction of Rod. I talked to Rod for for like 10, 15 minutes. He's like, dude, I got to give you a tour. He goes, um, what's your Twitter? You know, this was before the Noster situation. He's like, what's your Twitter? And I'm like, oh, it's just Island. He's like, what do you mean it's just Island? Like, And he looked at it and he's like, wait, you've been around since 2007 on Twitter? And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm just like, I've been a ghost. Like, I just kind of want to meet some people. So he gave me this tour of Bitcoin Park before I left right before i left i didn't give any money for membership i didn't do anything he gave me a key card for 24 access to this place and i'm just like i left and i'm just i didn't know what to do like i, I couldn't even sleep that night i was just like what just happened that's that's how i found bitcoin park um one other little quick note i want to bring up is he said you need to meet with odell in a week when he gets back he was away He's like, meet with Odell just to finalize things. And um, that entire week, I came to Bitcoin Park every day and I sat in the common area. I was, I didn't have the balls to go like walk around because like, I was like, this is insane. Like, I don't want people to think I'm doing anything weird. Like, I'm just going to sit in the common area for one week until I talk to Odell. Now, keep in mind, I had no idea who I Odell was at the time, right? Because I've been out of the, the game since 2017. Like, I just never paid attention. So during that whole week, I was, like, watching, like, Rabbit Hole Recap. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Like, Odell's, like, my twin. Like, we, we have the same mentality about everything. And um, I finally got to meet with him the last day of that, that week. And uh, we went upstairs. Rod made a joke about how Craig Wright was a member here. And I'm like, what the f 
And he goes, no, I'm just playing around. And uh, I, that got me nervous for a second because I was like, that was PTSD. But um, I sat down with Odell and Rod and um, we basically were just chatting about like my history and whatnot. And he goes, I just got one question for you. Why do you have crypto in your Twitter profile? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, Monero, like that's how I mix my Bitcoin. And he goes, all right, I respect that, you know, Fluffy Pony used to come to uh, Bitcoin Park. So he's like, no problem. And uh, that was it. That finalized it, became a member. And then it goes on from there. Yeah, it's pretty amazing what they got set up there. I mean, I I, I can't wait to see it. Um, you know, I, I think every every city, um, every every club wishes their uh, their local meetup that they can damn near walk to uh, has that kind of uh, that that kind of energy. Um, it really just, I mean, it's got to just empower you like nothing else. Um, just that you're doing the right thing. You know, you're in the right place. Um, I think that's something that's that Nostra's kind of like our bitcoin park in a way um because you know a lot of us don't have that locally a lot of us are just kind of like am i alone in this uh am i crazy uh but then you get on Noster and it and it, it like for me it 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 made it, it inspired me to go to my local meetup um granted it's in a vs vfw <laughs> and uh you know but you can buy beer with sats um you know we have our topics but uh you know i i think every local meetup um how can we strive to be you know the next bitcoin park or whatnot um it's it, it's it's something that i think Noster can can really help with um it, it globally uh with this uh with that initiative yeah for sure um one other thing i forgot to mention as soon as i joined and it became official um i noticed that they were selling beers and things with lightning and keep in mind 2017 i kind of like just stepped away so i'd never played with lightning before within 24 hours the next day i had my own lightning node set up at channels set up i was buying beers and rod came up and was like wait like you know what are you using and i'm like oh i got my own node set up and everything and he's just like wait we just talked about this yesterday and like you you already did this and i'm like dude like this is it like i was so pumped about it and um then then Costa Rica came into uh, effect and Marseille and uh, Mads can and could speak to this for sure. But uh, I got hooked on Noster. I was like, wait, we got a circular economy, right? Like this is something bigger than just local events. Like this is like this is a game changer. Like I was so hooked and I haven't had this feeling about technology since when I first understood Bitcoin in 2013 um it something clicked in me and i'm like okay this is it like this is gonna be the next thing and i kind of went full send on it um yeah i kind of got crazy with the zaps uh, but the way i looked at it was like i'm investing in the future uh i get the whole stay humble stack sats with uh, odell but in my opinion it's stay humble and zap sats and i just kind of went full send on it and I was excited. Like, I was like, Noster is a thing. But the funny part was, I didn't have a ticket to Costa Rica when, 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 when it was uh, announced. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to miss out on that. Like, and keep in mind, the past 10 years, I've never been to a Bitcoin event, never been to anything. I never, never met people besides that one guy. And 
I got a message one day from Satoshi Tiko, who's in the audience. And um, basically what happened was he was like, dude, you got to come to Costa Rica. I'm in Costa Rica. You got to come over to Evita to the event. And I'm like, well, dude, I don't have a ticket, man. I can't go. And he goes, just show up. And I thought about it for a day and I was like, all right, you know what? Why not? Like, I got to start somewhere, right? And um, I started posting about Costa Rica like for a week. And then I get a message from the official Costa Rica account. And it was Mads. I didn't know it at the time. And uh, she's like, um, you're not on the list, but you're posting about it. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on. And I'm like, listen, I just joined Bitcoin Park. I'm a Nostraholic. Like, I need to be there. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll volunteer. I was like, you can hit up Odell or Rod. I'm not a fucking weirdo. Like, you know, just just jump in and, uh, you know, check it out. And um, she actually gave me a rubber stamp. I think uh, Marseille can speak to this if she wants to jump in. Yeah, I just realized you were that conversation. I had no idea that that was you. <laughs> I just, uh, we had this conversation. We, we check people, like, we literally vetted people to make sure that, like, if you didn't have a ticket, do we really want to add more people? Like, are, like we wanted to keep the vibes as cool as possible. So we were looking into everyone that was, like, DMing or us talking about it last minute. And I just realized that was you. Yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. Um, so, yeah, Matt, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I got one question just to backtrack because uh, you, you joined Noster uh, uh, January 31st. So you weren't on that uh, the, the great hatching wave of uh, Jack. Uh, so did you get your Noster, uh, your purple pill from the orange pill? Was it no. from uh, Bitcoin Park or where'd you hear about it? No, no, no. It was definitely from Jack. Um, but I kind of saw him post about it and then just disappear off Twitter. And I kind of like shunned it at first. But then like, like I said before, with the hubris, with the Bitcoin 2010, I was like, let me just check it out. And I'm glad I did. Like I learned from past mistakes. And that's when I joined. It was because of that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And, yeah. Um, it, it was uh it was surreal because um nobody at bitcoin park was really on nostra at the time and it was one of those things where like everybody was coming to me to talk about nostra stuff and it was like okay i found my place like i i'm able to help out you know because being around odell and everybody like uh steve who basically runs bdk bitcoin developer kit like um it was overwhelming, you know, like I'm just a nobody, like I'm just a pleb. And now I have a part to help people out. Like people that are in the know with Bitcoin are asking me questions about Noster. And it's like, okay, that's cool. Like I can help. And that's kind of like what pushed me down the rabbit hole. And uh, yeah, and then Nostrica happened. So Island, that's a really good segue to talk about some of the other Noster things you're planning or that you're involved in yeah so maybe starting with the with with the immediate thing that's coming up prague what do we have planned for prague nostal wise yeah so um so rockstar called me right after the whole miami uh meetup for bitcoin conference and he was like are you coming to prague and i'm like okay i'll come to prague if you come to nosterville in uh, november and he was like, all right, deal. And I bought my tickets right away. 
for the plane, for the hotel. He got me a uh, industry pass and I'm like, okay, let's just do this. And then we got the telegram going, got Marseille in there. I saw you in there, Avi. So um, I don't know what's going on. I did book tickets for everything that was Nasser related. Um, I'm going to make sure that I help out as many people as I can over there. Uh, but it'll be my first time to Prague for sure. Um, I've been out of the country a few times, but uh, I'm I'm ready to do this. Like I'm excited to see uh, you know where Prague is in terms of Noster, and uh, you know do what I can to help out. Well, we'll certainly have a good time in Prague, Ireland, uh, assuming my passport comes through. Now it's in the hands of the U.S. Uh, post office, not Uncle Sam anymore. So. But that said, uh, okay, so that's Prague. What's next? Is the next thing you're involved in Nostraville, or is there um, is there something before that? Well, so my mission right now is to visit as many Bitcoin meetups as I can. So I saw Bitcoin Park. Um, within a month or two, I decided I want to go travel around in the, the local area within like five to six uh, six hour drive and meet as many different meetups um, and just kind of like help out with Noster. So um, the first meetup that I actually went to was uh, Magic City Bitcoin. Um, Mads and her dad host it and it's three hour drive in Birmingham, Alabama. So because um, she gave me a shot at Nostrica um i was like you know what why not just go help her out and you know see what see what it is and so i drove three hours and um during the whole drive i was practicing karaoke for miami because like i've never done karaoke before so i'm just singing in the car different songs you did not want to be there um it was embarrassing so i'm glad i was by myself um i get there mads and her family wanted to have food right before the event and uh, so we ate and I got to meet her dad, her husband and her brother, very cool people. Um, and then we went to the Bitcoin event, which was right next door at a bar. And it was upstairs in like this conference area, which was pretty cool. Grabbed a bourbon double before I went up there because I was like, OK, you know, a little overwhelming, not not that kind of person. And um, I sat down within five minutes. Her dad's like, I got to go pick up my wife from the airport. Uh, Islands here from Bitcoin Park. He's going to talk about Nostra. And I'm just like, uh, this wasn't planned. This is uh, a little bit much. But I was like, okay, I jumped on stage. Um, you know, I gave my spiel about Nostra for a few minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it was. And by the end of the conf, by the end of the meetup, uh, I was talking with everybody about Nostra. Everybody had questions. Everybody was like, oh, what's with the relays and this and that. So I helped everybody out and I was the last one to leave. Um, everybody left except two other plebs and I helped them out and, I, and then I took off. But that was uh, my first, you know, try into like visiting other places and helping out. Um, but yeah, I'm going to continue doing that. Um, I also went to, you know, a few other places, but that was like my first uh, time stepping out of my comfort zone. And do you feel with everything you've been doing recently with Bitcoin and Nostra that you're getting more comfortable 
just stepping into that role of, of, of because I mean I see that in you, right, Alan? You, you're you're like the you know happy family guy. You can bring people together and make them feel good about themselves, right? Just because of your presence. Do you uh, feel like that's a role you want to take on? I mean, right now I think that's the role I have. Um, when I came back from Costa Rica, it was uh, a very crazy welcome at Bitcoin Park because everyone heard. Um, Marseille can speak to this. I actually spoke at the end when uh, Jack and everyone were asking, like, what could be improved at Nostrica at the next one? Yeah. And I kind of went up onto the mic. It wasn't on camera, but I went on the mic and I was like, uh, yeah, you know, I wanted to talk about, you know, some of the issues. And um, Marseille was like, no, 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 stop, stop. Um, uh, Island put in some crazy work at the front gate. I want everyone to give them a round of applause and I'm sitting there getting clapped at. You know, it's kind of like that meme where everybody stands up and claps and stuff, but like everybody was just giving me a round of applause and it was kind of embarrassing because I didn't expect it. Um, and I just, I was just speaking from my heart and I'm like, you know, like I, I appreciate what everybody did for me and giving me the trust to come here without a ticket and I said, you know, the, the guy before me that asked the question was like, you know, how are we going to get Noster, more Noster events? And I brought up a point where, like, you don't have to wait for a Noster event. Like, go to a Bitcoin meetup and start talking about it. That's how it begins. Like, that's how everything begins. You only need one other person. And then once that starts, it just kind of like it, it, it just rolls downhill like a snowball. And it, you just got to start somewhere and don't wait for someone to start it, start it yourself. And I wish I would have had that advice from someone early on. Um, I just kind of just stood in the, as a ghost in the background, but like you got to put the effort in and it's going to just happen. Yeah. My, uh, my first meetup, uh, I, it happened to be a Nostra topic and I got on the mic. Uh, it was, it was cool. Um, I'm kind of like the, the local uh, Noster guy at the meetup now. So it, it, like, I get hit with a lot of random questions. And, uh, you know, when you first, when you first, you know, you're, it's, you're like, okay, this is my role. Uh, but, you know, you're not sure what they're going to ask. And you, you hope you have all the answers, you know, but because it, it's a new, it's a new experience. I mean, Noster's new. Uh, we, we, we don't have all the answers, but, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it's something that you just kind of, you, you learn along the way. They learn along the way. Uh, and the purple pill just starts to starts to get ingested over time. So I, I mean, I'm 100% comfortable, probably like you at this point. Uh, I haven't, uh, I don't have the the meetup reach in my you know three 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 hour uh, three hour drive uh, radius, but uh, you know it, I, I'd like to get there. Yeah, no, it was pretty uh, overwhelming when I got back, and they were like. You know, Rod's was like, dude, you're a Noster ambassador for Bitcoin Park. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, dude, I'm just a pleb. And, uh, you know, pleb chain for life, man. I appreciate everything you guys do. It's amazing. Um, number 100, right? On the dog tag. Yeah, I'm still right? looking for number 55. If anybody knows who yeah. has it, uh, I think I some of them. Wait, who? you have it? Oh. I have it. <laughs> oh, Marseille, let's talk. Hey, we'll talk. All right. I, I, have it, I have it in Costa Rica though, and I won't be going home anytime soon. But hey, it's it. all right. This is we got we have a low time preference here. You know what I mean? We'll we'll, we'll get there. 
Nosterville. We'll uh, we'll we'll do a, a ceremony. For sure, for sure. So um, speaking of uh, Nosterville, uh, so you're you're actually um, I I noticed on the meetup that that your name was on one of the uh, the organizers. Yes. So this is my first time helping organize an event. <laughs> um, another big thing that I have to deal with. Um, so yeah, uh, obviously it's a little tricky because of Nostrasia. It's going to be like the week before. Um, I'm going to try to make both because like I need to be at both. Um, just it is what it is, you know, uh, Nostraholic. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, for anybody that can't make it to Asia, uh, Nosterville is going to be at Bitcoin Park in Nashville, which is home of the next Bitcoin conference. Um, it's going to be in the second week in November. It's going to be for a few days. It's free, but there is limited spots. So we're already over halfway booked and we are very far away from it. So um, if you want to get in, get in. I'm going to make sure every person gets zapped just to do it. Um, I got my Pura Vida tag from the Damas booth where people can tap me. By the way, do not put that pin on your hat. I felt like I got a concussion from all the people uh, trying to get my NPUB by tapping the <laughs> NFC on the head. So, um, yeah, no, no. Second week in November, it's going to be great. But um, as you saw my photo today, I posted, uh, I think it was either QW or Avi. I, I replied and I showed the photos of uh, where I was going to do this talk and I included the shirt I was wearing. So, uh, yeah. 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 The, uh, so I, I love the fact, I mean, I, I understand it's, it's close to Nostrasia, but Nostrasia is freaking the other side of the world for a lot of us. I mean, it's, uh, it's no easy task to get there. Um, just the costs and everything. And just the, we don't even, I mean, it's, uh, whole different language you know uh it having that uh nostraville and by the way it's it's two days after uh um, nostra's birthday uh the 7th of november so um i i think that's uh I, hashtag nofster or novemberster uh that's uh i i think it's a great option another thing i like about it which i i would love to see more of this is it's free uh it's a free event you just got to show up um uh, of course, you know, there's a cost to that. But when you go to these uh, conferences and you you want to go to, oh, I want to go to the conference. All right. Well, now I got to get a flight, uh, the board, a ticket to the conference. Well, now I want to go to this dinner or whatever. Now I got to do that. Now I want to go to the karaoke. Now I want to go to this. So it just starts to add up. It starts to rack up. Karaoke um, was free. Karaoke well, was you free. Know, you know what I mean, though. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's it's nice to start off at some, with something free. Uh, it, it kind of sets the tone that, uh, you know, we, we want you here. Uh, we want you, you're the value, um, you know, not your money. No, I agree. The karaoke was free, but you got to keep in mind, like we spent over a thousand dollars on alcohol. And if you could believe it, this was, uh, sent via Noster on zaps. Um, it was a, a crazy event. So every night, um, starting on Thursday from the, the day of the, the conference, um, we met at the beach and Jaeger gave out posters, Nostra posters, one of 21 uh, to everybody that was uh, first in line to get there. And um, yeah, he got over a thousand dollars worth of uh, zaps to pay for it. So I didn't see 
who zapped what, but he was just like, listen, we got, we got over a thousand dollars of booze to buy. And uh, we went to the liquor store and filled up a cart and um, it was overfilling. People had to carry some, nothing but champagne and beer, water. And uh, we basically just went to the beach and that was one of many nights of Noster beach party. It just kind of like rolled over and rolled over every night and we kept hanging out. Um, I didn't even get into the Miami stuff. I don't want to like stretch this out. Um, some of the cool things that happen, just like a TLDR, um, we ran into a few people on the way to the beach over the nights. Uh, obviously, a bunch of people from Bitcoin Park were there. Vitor, Derek, Mads, Roya was there, Tatum. Um, we did the karaoke. Uh, we ended up running into Ben BTC sessions. We ran into uh, Jack Mahler's at the at a block beach party. We thought it was the Noster beach party. We we're at the wrong place. We all got photos. We were ta we were talking for a bit, but it was just nonstop, you know, pura vida, and um, it was just it was unlike anything else. That's the energy, man. That's the energy. We'll take that to Nostraville and then, of course, the next Bitcoin conference in July, which is is going to be family friendly because it's going to be during summer break. And David Bailey tweeted a few days ago that they will have childcare on the conference, which is which is going to be huge. <laughs> I I want to say that the timing of the conference uh, with with the uh, with you know it's an election cycle, uh, it's a having. Um, everything that's going on, uh, I mean, this last conference, we had what, uh, three different, uh, politicians talking about Bitcoin. It's just an interesting time, uh, to be having the conference. Uh, I'll be looking for that. Uh, it, it, it to see, see if these same politicians are still there talking about it and, uh, <laughs> at, at the, at the next conference. Yeah, for sure. So. Marseille, Doc, any last questions for Ireland before we wrap the recorded portion and open it up to plebs? I think um, Doc had to step away for a moment. So he, yeah. that might not be Doc. That might be nobody. Um, but oh. I, actually, <laughs> I actually don't have questions for Ireland. I just hope to see him soon and um, see. Well, we will. We yes. will, right, Marseille? <laughs> yes uh you still... are coming to prague island is coming to prague we're going to make it happen yes and uh your first interview will be with island yes i actually do want to interview island so looking forward to that got some really cool mics that i can finally use so let's see what happens excellent well thank you island marseille doc uh, and the audience for listening to the recorded portion. We're going to end that now and then move on to Q&A with plebs.